Police say they're seeing some results due to proactive operations in response to the recent increase in armed robberies. This week, police recovered a loaded firearm and several rounds of ammunition from two separate vehicles following searches of a residence in Northside. Three people have been arrested on suspicion of possession of an unlicensed firearm. Two of them are men 20 years old, one from Bodentown and the other from Northside, and a 21-year-old woman from East End remain in custody as the investigation continues. We continue to diligently pursue and investigate the persons involved in recent occurrences of violent crime. The public will see continued examples of intensified police activity, such as what occurred in the South Sound and Prospect areas this week, as our operations continue. The recovery of this firearm, ammunition, and the rest of three persons are part of our strategy of disrupting the activities of the individuals involved in these incidents. Police say detectives are working diligently to complete investigation files, which will be submitted to the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution for charging decisions. Meantime, proactive teams continue to seek out other people, vehicles, and premises involved. Police are investigating a robbery at a Cayman Brack bar last night. A masked man entered the bar carrying a machete. He took cash from the register along with cigarettes and personal items and then ran off. No one was injured during the incident. The suspect is described as being of solid build, about 5 foot 7 foot inches tall, and was last seen wearing a light-colored hooded sweater and dark pants. The matter is under investigation. If you have information, call the Cayman Brack Police Station at 948-0331. If you'd like to make an anonymous tip, you can do that directly to police on their confidential tip line. The number is 949-7777. You can also submit a tip online at rcips.ky. We are in the midst of a crisis. Cayman's laws regarding how the country deals with asylum seekers have gotten an overhaul. The continued arrival of increasing numbers of irregular migrants to our shores, primarily from Cuba, is a crisis with serious economic and national security implications for our islands. And as it is a crisis that is worsening every day. Deputy Premier the Honorable Chris Saunders told members of Parliament in the House that the amendments to the Customs and Border Control Act will allow for faster determination of asylum applications and appeals to reduce the length of time migrants who do not qualify for refugee protection spend in the Cayman Islands. The current influx of migrants has brought 360 undocumented Cuban migrants to the Cayman Islands since April, with an influx of 100 in October alone. This significant increase in arrivals is putting a severe strain on the Customs and Border Control Agency from a logistical point of view, both in Grand Cayman and Cayman Brack. Several other agencies are also working quickly to create additional accommodation for these migrants. From a financial perspective, there are serious implications. The cost of migrant maintenance and accommodation from January to the end of October was just over CI $1.6 million. Mr. Saunders says given the increasing numbers and the need for additional security measures, projected costs for just November and December will add CI $1.3 million to the tally, bringing the year-end estimated total to more than $2.9 million CI dollars. The average cost total per migrant, $16,000, and that's not counting the cost for inter-island travel and transportation back to Cuba. Due to the magnitude of the problem, the Premier certified the Customs and Border Control Amendments Bill as an emergency bill, allowing it to be considered in Parliament with a consultation period of less than 28 days. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal explains the changes. When considering the amendments, government had to make sure any Cayman stayed compliant with its obligations under the 1951 UN Refugee Convention, as well as its Memorandum of Understanding with Cuba. 
So the changes largely mirror similar recent amendments in the United Kingdom that will expedite asylum applications and appeals while continuing to observe all international requirements. Going forward, a higher standard will be used by the CBC Director and the Refugee Protection Appeals Tribunal when assessing whether an applicant for asylum has demonstrated a well-founded fear of persecution. The director will be able to delegate his decision-making powers to a CBC officer of the rank of assistance director or above, and the director will have the power to refuse an application and certify it as clearly unfounded if he is of the opinion that an application is without substance. This will deny the applicant a right of appeal to the tribunal. The changes will also reduce the number of migrants who need to undergo a full asylum interview and assessment, reducing the length of time they are in the Cayman Islands before repatriation. The sequence of events during the appeal process is also being streamlined to allow for faster disposal of appeals. Another important change allows CBC to deem that a migrant has abandoned their asylum application where the person fails without good reason to attend their scheduled asylum interview or avoids service of documents requiring them to attend an interview or appointment. The amendments also introduce offenses for giving false or misleading information when making an asylum application. Finally, persons granted asylum will no longer receive indefinite leave to remain in Cayman from the outset but will instead be granted leave to remain for three years, with the opportunity to apply for a review to see if they still meet the criteria for refugee protection. Only then this will be converted to indefinite leave to remain. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paula Cal. Diplomatic talks were held in Cayman earlier this month with a Cuban ambassador aimed at shortening the time it takes to return migrants to Cuba, greater search and rescue coordination to save lives, and targeting of human smugglers for prosecution. It's been almost 20 years of work, and lawmakers have now finally passed updated legislation with regard to the country's contempt of court rules. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. Attorney General the Honorable Sam Bolgen tabled the bill in Parliament, outlining the reason why the Contempt of Court Bill 2022 is such an important piece of legislation. The purpose of the proposed legislation, Madam Speaker, is to streamline measures to ensure the integrity of the judicial process, while at the same time, Madam Speaker, seeking to safeguard the rights of an individual to a fair trial and freedom of expression is enshrined in the Constitution in circumstances where, of course, a person is accused of contempt of court. So contempt of court is the crime of any action or inaction amounting to interference with or obstruction of the due administration of justice. Mr. Bolton told MPs the initial request to review this area was made all the way back in 2003. And one of the main driving reasons, the Internet. Internet, Madam Speaker, has replaced newspapers and broadcasts as a principal source of information. And this, Madam Speaker, has brought with it the citizen's journalist. As a result, Madam Speaker, it has also brought with it the risk that jurors, despite the traditional warning from the judge, will be tempted to surf the internet, hoping, Madam Speaker, to find some item relevant to the case in respect of which they are sitting as jurors. This act alone, Madam Speaker, potentially influences the outcome of court proceedings. The second factor is Cayman's own Bill of Rights enshrined in the Constitution. This includes the right to a fair trial and freedom of expression. It took 19 years. This is an attempt to codify the provision, provide certainty, Madam Speaker, as to what will and will not be contempt, and most importantly, Madam Speaker, if there's an allegation of contempt, all the matters will be dealt with by the court, Madam Speaker. 
The bill and its companion penal code amendment bill were met with broad support on both sides of the House. Red Bay MP and former Premier, the Honorable Sir Alan McLaughlin. It is a commendable effort to codify an area of the law where there is a great deal of controversy as well as confusion. Increasingly, this belief that there should be no restrictions on freedom of speech or freedom of expression continue to collide with an accused, for lack of a better word, right to be treated fairly in the conduct of court proceedings. The bill's passed. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Even though the holidays are upon us, the work of the Cayman Islands Humane Society doesn't slow down. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. The many cats and dogs that live at the shelter need TLC even over the festive season. Humane Society Operations Manager Samantha Cooper. There's always lots of ways people can volunteer for us. Um, We do have quite a few people uh, going off island over the holidays. Um, And so one thing we're always keen to have is some, some holiday foster fosterers and if people are you know keen to they're spending the week at home and keen to have a, a, a fluff ball to um, lighten up their Christmas um, then that's great and people can foster both cats and dogs over the Christmas period give them a break from the shelter um, and obviously spend some time with them. Socialization with the animals during fostering helps the animals with their adaptability which increases their chances of being adopted. We also often get people come in to dog walk on Christmas Day, um, which is terrific. We will be open in the morning. Um, We'll be hoping to have all the animals back in their kennels around 11.45 so that our staff can leave promptly and get their own Christmas lunch. Um, But we will be open for dog walking every day. Anyone that would like to foster or volunteer can give the shelter a call at 949-1461 or head into the shelter. Uh, We do usually require some details in advance of fostering, so it's best not to leave that until Christmas Eve if you're hoping to help over the Christmas holidays. And of course, foster failures, meaning you fall in love with whatever critter you foster and decide to keep them forever, is always encouraged. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. You can also visit the Cayman Islands Humane Society website at caymanhumane.org. For many, the holidays can be a joy-filled season, but for others, this time of year can sometimes bring about feelings of depression, grief, anxiety, and even despair. Dipna Carton is the lead coordinator for the Cayman Islands Mental Health Helpline. Most importantly, it's about acknowledging your feelings. You know, if you if you are feeling sad, if you are feeling lonely, you know, it's okay to take time to cry, to express yourself. You can't force yourself to be happy just because it's the holiday season, but it's important that you have at least one individual, one identified person that you can reach out and you can share this with. Ms. Carton says when it comes to minding your mental health this holiday season, take some time to be in the now. Very often we forget about the now and we're all too worried and focused about what's going to happen down the road, what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after or six months time or whatever. And we sometimes lose the joy in simple everyday living. The mental health helpline is 1-800-534-6463.